0: Welcome to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you all for listening in. Today we have special guest, Christiana Berkey. She is a bright light here on planet Earth, an artist, a creator, a comedian, and a lover of all things. So without further ado, let's dive in with Christiana.
1: So Christiana, I want to thank you for being here today. I'm so excited to share uh, this experience with you and also shine a light on all the great work that you do. Uh, we were just having a pre-show uh, huddle and um, I didn't really reveal to you, but how I found you was on TikTok. Uh, I kind of, I use social media in different ways. Twitter is a place where I get to practice my Zen master skills to see if I can create uh, a calm resolution between arguments. Uh, TikTok is a place where it's very raw and real. It's, and I'm always like finding the people, you know, my algorithms like uh, humor, food, and people that are in dire straits. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, so being that you're a creative, I would love for you to share um, your creative impetus. So then, I fell in love with you even more when I went to your Instagram because of your creative endeavors which you don't completely reveal on TikTok. So, can you share how this all happened, uh your your humor, your personality on TikTok and you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: I've always been um a very creative individual. So, art, music, acting, Um, you know, plays. That was all my thing growing up. So I've always had a bend towards creativity in that way. When TikTok came out, I had already been Instagramming and I actually studied photography in college. I wanted to be a photographer. So um, I'd already been kind of building that up a little bit. TikTok came out and it was just the perfect place to house my sarcasm and wit and I didn't at all follow, you know, the trends of of things. I just kind of started getting on there and sharing my thoughts and telling outrageous stories, and it took off. And it's just been this wild ride ever since. Um, pretty surreal how much it's grown. If I think about, you know, that audience in one space, it, it blows my mind that people, you know, enjoy my content that much. But um, I love making people laugh, and I love bringing a sense to the best of my ability of just reality into media where it can be a lot of comparison, a lot of negativity. Um, and I just want to make people smile and laugh. And if I can do that, um, it, it gets me out of bed in the morning.
1: So it yeah. makes me happy that you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Well, and so share, you know, humor is one of these great things because there's a lot of truth usually in the jokes. Uh so for you, uh some of the things you share, I'm like, wow, she like they're like you're very vulnerable in the things that you share. Uh for you how how what's the alchemy for you in the like the delivery and sharing such sometimes some personal stories? Um, what do you notice like happens after that? And then the whole world knows.
2: (laughs) It's, it is interesting to think about it that way. So many people know (laughs) really personal things that have happened to me, but I think my thought process behind a lot of the stories that I share is I, like so many people have been through a lot we as humans are not perfect we go through breakups we go through terrible dates we go through embarrassing stories um we go through hard times hard seasons um a huge demographic of mine are singles they just love hearing my horrible dating stories um but i've been through like everyone else so much and i think for me it was just this realization of this is all just too good not to laugh at and it's too good not to share. And it doesn't bother me. It doesn't feel, I don't get a vulnerability hangover when I share um, certain stories, but it's just the joy that I get when I realize, or just really provide an invitation for others to take an exhale and be like, Oh, I'm not alone. And to see her maybe mess ups or embarrassments, and have that help people. I, I really love that. So that's kind of my thought process behind it. Um, I don't take myself too seriously at all. (laughs) I think you can see from that app, um, or from my profile. Um, like I could be building it more and I just don't, I just, um, I post every now and again. And if I can make people laugh, that's great.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. And then your other creative endeavors, um, like photography, you create art, uh, singer, songwriter. Uh, how is that playing out in your life currently?
2: It's a unique balance. And I've actually found recently that having my platform on TikTok is almost like this entirely different world because it's yeah. it's still me, my sense of humor. That in and yeah. of itself is a character. <laughs> yeah. So there's this silly, goofy, sarcastic side of me. Um, but you come over to my Instagram as we were discussing as well. And that's much more of my, uh, intricate, deep thoughts. Um, my poetic, you know, feelings and art and whatnot. Um, I do my best to nourish all of those creative passions as much as possible, but I'm sure you can relate to this as a creative yourself. Sometimes, it's almost paralyzing because as a creative, you have so many ideas and you want to do so much and it's hard to just invest and put all of your eggs in one basket and focus on that at a time. So I do songwrites. Um, I do arts. I do personal art, create personal art for people, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm working on them kind of chipping away as best as I can, but It's a huge flaw of mine to sit down and just, you know, focus solely on one thing. Um,
3: Right.
2: Yeah. But I try. I'm
1: a scattered creative (laughs) in the works. Well, I think, uh, let me tell you, I think all creatives are that way. (laughs) There are many undone things because that leads and eventually... You know, you pick it back up and you finish it off or it might have a whole new context when when it's ready to be born. Yeah. Right. And so for for you, out of your creative expression, do you have one that really calls to your soul that you really love?
2: I wish I could say there's one. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that each creative endeavor evokes different sentiments. Um, Mm. When I paint, that's my calm. That's my home. um, That's how that feels. It's just this centered connection between myself and the way that I create, Um, as I mentioned, is personal painting. So it's my way to just connect with humanity. I'm creating these pieces just for people. So that feels very calming to me. Um, Music in a way also feels like home when I'm songwriting, um, for many seasons, that was just how I processed and I didn't have a journal. I had my guitar and, um, it's just how I got words onto paper. Um, so they, they all mean something different. And I think that that's okay as well. I like to think of them kind of like waves in in Mm an ocean and they just, wash up and maybe that's a season that you're, you know, it's on your toes, but then it might go away for a while and yeah. wash up again. Um, so it's, it's a little bit of a, a flow and ebb and a flow. Um,
1: but they're all so meaningful to me. Yeah. Well said. Um, and so is this your, like all the three endeavors, are they your full time like occupation and you like tip in each one? <laughs> what does a it look request. like? What's, what's a day in a life of, for you.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, the dream is to have creativity and all of these ideas and things that I'm building be my sole occupation. Mm -hmm. I do have a full-time job that I um, do. I work remote during the day. So that takes up the most of my time. I want to make sure that I'm respectful honoring to that, of course.
0: Um, And then in my
2: free time, waking up earlier in the evenings on the weekends, that's when I get to paint, write, play music. music, Um, film TikTok. So I do the best I can, but um, I think that's probably a
1: reason why it's been a slower growth for most of these things, just because of time. Absolutely. And so to potentially give anyone else some advice, you mentioned you went to school for photography um, and how to like take that and like, what would you tell that person that was graduating from school in photography now that you could have used then. Oh gosh.
2: Well, so my story' is different because <laughs> I and again, um, I don't want to put everyone in a box, but I feel like it's common for creatives um, to have this stubbornness, mm-hmm. and I wanted to self-teach myself everything. I would mm-hmm. start learning something for a while I think. I can figure this out on my own. I can do this. I can I'll teach myself yeah. guitar. I'll teach pottery, whatever it is. And so I only studied photography for um
3: a year and a half
2: and then I actually mm-hmm. withdrew from that um institute of art that I was at because um I started to feel this conviction and this probably isn't the best advice for someone who's about to get handed a diploma, but I felt this conviction of Uh, If it's in me, it's in me, and Mm. I found it hard to be graded on what I was capturing to be beautiful, and how could someone else really give Mm. me a grade for that, so um, that's why photography and I broke up uh, about a decade (laughs) ago, but for the person who is there now and who's just starting, I think that to have a creative eye and to be able to see things in a way that others don't is such a gift and such a talent. And I would just say to always do what you have to, to feel that fire. And as Mm -hmm. creatives, we have to be making something, creating something, impacting, and uh, just keep that flame going. And uh, that's the best advice that I I would give
1: to someone who's maybe just starting out. Beautiful. And for you... Like Because you're talking about mastery, so it sounds like you, you know, met yourself and you're like, you know, I don't want this uh, institute to hamper with my request for my mastery, how I'm choosing to express it. Um, Do you you feel there's other ways? Because I think a lot, even through this world experience we've had, uh, people are realizing that they might be able to reach their mastery differently versus uh, a learning, official learning institute. You know, back in the day, we had um, mentors or we were apprentices.
2: Exactly. Absolutely. That's the first thing I was going to say is that um, I am of the age as well where I have, you know, I've dipped my toes in the water of that before um, universities and college was really kind of a prerequisite for any career that you wanted to have. Mm. It was very common. Um, I had my first job at 14 working for this amazing woman to this day. She's still my favorite person I've ever mm. just worked for um, been mentored by. And she taught me absolutely everything that I needed to know about fashion and mm. um, learned so much about running a business from her so much so that throughout my life, I've actually managed uh, stores or worked mm. for stores. And it was really common. People would think that I was the owner just because of that confidence that I had. So yeah. I think that, um, education is phenomenal there's wonderful opportunities for that but I do think that if for some reason that isn't the avenue you go down that doesn't mean there's hopelessness in the yeah. success of, of endeavors I think that mentors I think that now we're in a day and age where you can learn so much online um, mm. you can be inspired there's online classes there's so much you can do yeah. um, really the world is the world is your
1: oyster so yeah beautiful and so what where would you like to refine within your crafts that you have Uh, because you have uh you know they probably all belong together right your your artistic expressions (laughs) yeah uh where do you feel like i don't know pick whichever one you want but are you ready to like uh refine a little bit further in the present moment
2: absolutely i would say that um art uh Art painting right now is something Mm. that I'm working on the most, Um, and that's solely because I just started advertising and it took off, Um, Mm. and that's part of the reason I posted it on my TikTok is because I can't handle (laughs) fifty or five hundred thousand people, you know, wanting a painting. So I'm I'm waiting until I have a better system in place. Um, But I would say that is what I'm really wanting to hone in on and refine, Mm. Um, and I think kind of goes hand in hand with just business and running a business and starting things wisely and making decisions for yourself and um, all of the economics and systems that go into a well functioning business. Um, That's something that you can never stop learning about. So um, that's where I'm at right now and where I'm spending the most time. Um, And I'm really enjoying it. But uh, to answer your question, I would say that's where my focus is. Um,
1: and then within that, share a little bit about the art pieces, because it's rather unique. Um, and then I imagine when you have maybe demand, you'll have to have like different levels of how that's delivered because <laughs> it's Absolutely. very unique. So share a little bit about the art and then we'll include some images in the post-production here. <laughs> Beautiful. Well,
2: um, I am an individual. I think that actually everyone experiences, um, synesthesia, which is essentially the experience of other senses. While you're either listening to something, Mm -hmm. tasting something, feeling something, something else fires off in your body. Um, you might take a bite of a lime and see the color green. You might hear a song and see a color or maybe see a picture. And so for me, um, I have always been creative in my mind, and I think it's because we didn't have much as kids. We had to go outside and play with sticks in the woods and play make-believe. And because of that, I have a very active mind. And I got the idea actually years ago, maybe seven years ago, to um, do personal paintings for people. But back when I first started, I was just interviewing people and getting a face and a name and seeing what I could draw Mm -hmm. from just experiencing them, um, which was very fun and created just so much testimony. And um, it was a wonderful experience. But when I revisited it um, more recently, I got the idea of making it a little bit more personal in that I want you to send me a song that you feel encompasses you, or maybe it's inspiring you right now in this season of your Mm -hmm. life. Maybe it has some sort of historical meaning to you, whatever it is, I want you to send me that song and then I will intentionally sit with that, listen to it. And whatever I see in my mind's eye, I will paint and create. Mm-hmm. So it's a total surprise to the buyer okay. when they commission a painting. They have no idea what they're going to get. Yeah. All they know is that I'm to their song very intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then incredible, very cool. It's yeah. nerve wracking. It's <laughs> vulnerable as well when you're mailing it because you're just trusting that, you know, what yeah. I produced is going to be in their eyes worth the investment. But um, the feedback yeah. has been phenomenal, it's been so wonderful. So it's a very cool experience. I'm excited to continue launching that.
1: Yeah, it's really beautiful. So, do you have creative ideas on how to, like, I mean, like, serve, serve more? Like, are you going to maybe do some group? songs that you choose and create, and then people can purchase that way? Absolutely. So I'm I'm in the process right
2: now of working on print production. So um, I have a very elementary gallery on my website, um, where you can see what I've created so far, and underneath each picture of the portrait is the song, so you can you know listen while you look at the painting. And I really want to be able to have prints available, so if someone you know sees a song and they say that's my favorite song, they can order a print and yeah. have uh, more access to that. Um, and we we will see <laughs> the mass the masses coming. It makes me a little nervous, but I do want to yeah. grow this.
1: It's been an absolute dream come true to be able to do this. Right. Well, and you want to not overtax your system. So you have to, you know, art exactly. and something that takes time and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, and then for your own songwriting, have you tried it with your own songs? Like to create a picture with something you've written? That's a very great question. I have not. Um,
2: okay. And probably because I've just been too busy <laughs> thinking about other people. Um, but that's a very good question. And I think that would be something very special to um go after maybe there's an album cover in that yeah
1: (laughs) i was gonna it feels like even what you're doing might be an album cover for other people so that's really beautiful yeah just to give them a reflection yeah so how has your humor in your lifetime like served you nourished you but also like potentially not gone over so well (laughs)
2: yes absolutely well Um, I would say that I, it's, it's truly a gift. I think that humor is a perspective. Um, as I mentioned, we all go through it. We go through our own version of hell there and back again. And that is called life. And what you do with those mountains and molehills and valleys is going to determine who you evolve into. And so for me, um, even in the hardest times of my life, once you authentically get through that, um, I just have the type of perspective where I want to try to turn the ashes into beauty. And for me, that looks like laughing at, you know, the the matters of my life and, you um, so far, I haven't found a fault in that <laughs> tactic. Um, yeah. It's been great. And even sharing on my TikTok, the people I share about the stories, they all know um, it's it's never caused an issue there. Um, yeah. So, And they even enjoy it themselves. <laughs> they think it's great. So all, all thumbs up there. Thank goodness. Share
1: a time that where laughter or humor or joy kind of liberated you in a moment of you know maybe could be could have brought you to the depths of the earth and never return. Can you yeah. think of a oh, moment yeah. that you could share?
2: <laughs> I sure can. So I um this was actually a TikTok that one of the TikToks that made me go viral. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a breakup video. I decided somewhere in my crazy mind I have been through too many relationships. I've been heartbroken too many times and I'd been dating this guy for a while. I was crazy about him and I was headed over to his house to have the talk. We were either (laughs) going to be together happy. I was going to be thrilled or we were going to end it. And something in my mind just thought, I'm just going to record a before and after and see what happens because This could be great and it could be a happy little clip that inspires people or who knows. And so I recorded the before clip. We had a devastating breakup (laughs) and uh, I was miserable for a few days. But that day I came home and just sat down and recorded the second half of the video. I don't even remember recording it. I was so just all over the place emotionally Um, And I didn't post it for months because obviously I was healing and and whatnot. And he and I actually became friends. I told him about it and uh, I posted that and it just got me through that time. And it got so many other people through their singledom and their Mm. heartbreaks to be able to see me, you know, swollen eyes, swollen nose, miserable, crying on the floor (laughs) making jokes yeah. about the fact that I want to become a goat now because I would rather be a goat <laughs> than date a man again. Um, yeah. and that really got me through it. And, um, since then it's been kind of a, a mantra or really a name for a lot of my followers is team goat. Just to remind <laughs> us all that we're
1: going to be okay.
2: And you know, we're in this together and, and it's
1: all all right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the f- first video, I, I actually saw that one, but it was after, at TikTok. They put old videos in the thread, but Thank I saw you. it. And so I always like stop and then I go to the profile and I see where it is in the sequence. Because it's like someone could be in the hospital, but they've already recovered. And, you know, like <laughs> it's way past <laughs> that moment. Hope you're but like, anyway. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yours was, you were feeding yourself steak and that really uh, on the kitchen oh, floor, yeah. like kneeling at the kitchen <laughs> counter. <laughs> So that that's what caught me. I'm like, wow, this she's great. Like, I love it. So oh, share a little it. share a little bit about the power for those that are struggling um, with that, like being in relationship, not being in relationship, kind of grasping mm-hmm. at what their big picture is for their life. Uh, how you've managed that um, in your in your lifetime so far?
2: Yeah, I I would say that. The most important thing, if you have a desire to be in a relationship and a desire to be in love and to have a successful relationship, marriage, if that's what you choose, you cannot get rid of hope. You have to have hope. And um, again, I just I tie this back to humor and perspective. For me, I just got to a point in my um, life where. I just said, I'm going to take the pressure off. I'm trying so hard to make this happen and I need each relationship to be successful because if it's not, then I'll be alone and ah, it's the end of the world. <laughs> and I put the pressure off and I just started having fun. I started going on more dates than I i was exhausted because I would just say yes to people and and not because I was monopolizing their time or not caring about their time and energy, but because I just wanted to have fun in dating, take Mm. demystify any stigmas that it has to be all high stakes and high pressure. Um, And I wanted to just go and enjoy people and get back to the heart of dating, which that's what I think it is, is two people saying yes to carving out some hours in their day and enjoying each other. And so even if it was, uh, gentlemen that I wouldn't typically say yes to, I would say yes and go have a great time. I made a lot of friends out of that. Um, Um, and that perspective really got me through it. So hmm. you have to have hope, um, and you have to have fun, uh, through it all. And if it doesn't work out, I just always trust that the people that are meant to be in my life will be in my life. And those that aren't, they will leave. And I have to find peace in that. Um, but you can't give up, and you can always just come to my TikTok <laughs> if you need a little chuckle and a little dose. <laughs> I've got tons of rejection. Yes, yes. You can just come and have a good laugh with me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and then also share um, from that standpoint of fun um, how to get around maybe your sassiness can come out here. Uh, you know, the, the trends of people that like to just talk, 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 and then they ghost someone or they even manipulate them in the process. Uh, Can you, because what can happen is people are clinging so much that they hold on and then they're in this really dysfunctional uh, engagement with someone that they really probably don't need to be with. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, uh, if I could post a
2: mandatory school for everyone in the world to go to about dating and etiquette boy would I do it and everyone on entry would get a slap over their wrist with a ruler like old school I just I think that there's so much there's so much that needs to be done when it comes to how we connect with people and our manners and etiquette and being honest and having that be okay people are so afraid to be honest nowadays I don't understand that (laughs) but you don't have to be afraid to communicate um there's a lot that could change with dating there's a lot of flaws but I will say if you are really rooted in if you're really rooted in why you're there which I think a lot of people are not they don't even know what to do with that question. Why are you dating in the first place? Yeah. Well, I want I want some company. Okay, why? I, yep. I think that if you really dug into people, you would get to the root. And if you're anchored in that place, everything else will flow from that. Um, how you communicate. Uh, the choices you make. And I think we're really detached from that. I think that's why so many people ghost. Um I think that people just don't know what they want, and they have no idea how to communicate their emotions. People are disconnected from their their emotions. There's this huge stigma that emotions are weak, and especially for men, we love them, that they are very from their hearts. And we are on the journey of making the tether between the head and the heart. Um, Lord bless us. So, you know, it's, it's a process. But we just hope for the best. And, and like I said, mm-hmm. just if you are having fun and if someone ghosts you or if something like that happens when the negative shit happens, which it will, I'm sorry, I don't know if I can cuss or not. You can cuss, that's fine. <laughs> okay, great. We don't, have, um, we don't have to worry about that. before. The radio, radio
1: world. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the that will happen. The negativity will happen. And, and you just have to have fun. Um and you know i i just feel that people who who don't want to be in anything serious and who really are just out there to meet their own needs because they don't know how to meet their own needs and they're trying to fill a void because they you know wouldn't know how otherwise or they would just be at home with some addiction or something otherwise i think we need a special place or an island for those people to go <laughs>
0: until they can <laughs>
2: how to be emotionally regulated and then they can date because you are hurting people. You're
1: hurting yeah. them. We're turning into, I'm kidding. We're victims. No, I love- <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, the flip side, I mean, the, you know, we're coming from generational, you know, where it was like, don't ask, don't tell, you don't make a fuss which is manifested yeah. into what we see now. And then probably like a couple eras of over, like encouraging emotions so it's it's the dragon ride at the fair (laughs) yep yep and then you have the whole like narcissist which is a very popular topic where it's only good vibes only kind of thing work in the dynamic so you know having a potpourri of everything (laughs) so you would have (laughs) (laughs) so you would teach people how to eat uh dance talk and have feelings at your etiquette school. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness, we would have the best time and they would leave just so happy. It would be beautiful, truly. Truly.
1: Uh, yeah, well, that would be fun. <laughs> and then so to share cuz I um in following I you know, I don't really like I go into TikTok's just like a a random little morsel of what I Mm -hmm. can indulge in at a point when I don't really want to have to think too much or I want to see who needs some love kind of thing or laugh or that kind of (laughs) stuff. But if you can, if you can share a little bit about how serendipity can work because your current state of affairs are that you serendipitously create, can created your partner. (laughs) Yes. Uh, through your way of being in the world, being you. So can you share a little bit more about that? Like the, that, you know, maybe you went from this place of surrender and then uh, this person arrived, irregardless of the endpoint, It's just like the serendipity because that might give people some hope.
2: Absolutely. And I will say this, as a single person, the last thing you want to hear is just surrender and it will come to you. <laughs> Don't cry. Just don't try. And you're like, I'm not. I'm on my couch and I'm dying. Can he come now? So it's really hard to hear that. But there is something in (laughs) but there is something in that. And so for me, um, what that surrender looked like was um filling my time with things that brought me so much freaking joy. I focused on what can I learn? I started taking classes. I kept myself more busy than I can imagine. I was filming a lot of TikToks and, you know, making people laugh. That was going so well. I was in this season of just really pouring into myself. And mm-hmm. by doing that, you aren't thinking about focusing on surrender. You aren't, you don't have the time to be thinking about anything else because you're just filling your cup. And I think yeah. that's really the heart of what that means is just focus on you and um, and that doesn't have to look like, you know, sitting at home alone, eating Chinese while you binge watch <laughs> Netflix, it can look like action and, you know, enjoying your life. And I love yeah. adventure and and getting out of my comfort zone and trying new things. So I just kept myself so busy. And then truly, I just had someone reach out to me one day and you bet your bottom dollar I monitor my DMs because <laughs> I just wanted to make sure any knocks on the door? Yep. So, uh, and there was, there was a little knock and it was a friend of my now boyfriend who found my TikTok, thought I was hilarious and said, you need to meet this man. I think you would get along swimmingly. And I raced into his messages and (laughs) I said, let's do this. Um, And the rest is history. So it's, it's really incredible. And that's one of the gifts of media too, is it's, you never know who can come across to you
1: um, and who right. can get connected with it. Yeah. So yeah. beautiful. Well, and also share a little bit about, because that's a third party that observed you knew him and had probably a more clear perspective of what would work for the two of you than you or he. Would that be correct? Like, you... yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Um, and which is so fascinating, because I you know obviously he's just seeing my videos and and picking up on my personality, but that's me being authentically me, so I felt so comfortable in that, and I felt no pressure getting into this because this guy has already seen me acting like a lunatic and being <laughs> embarrassed all of this. What do I have to lose? Um and yeah. he was very good friends with uh, my now boyfriend, so um, there was an element of that, that just kind of took the pressure off and allowed me to just go in straight from the get go, totally myself. Um, yeah. and also just being in that season and coming out of that season and intru- being introduced to this young man, um, I had already been operating in just this wonderful liberation of just filling my cup. So it, it yeah. all of the normal nerves and and anxieties that
1: come with dating, they just weren't there. That's beautiful. What a great success story. And you guys had fun. So another key. (laughs) Great. time
2: We really did. And what are the odds? I mean, you can meet, I, you can meet the weirdest people, Lord bless them. You can go on the stranger dates. And I think we were both quite shocked at Mm. the fact that we sat down at dinner and we closed the restaurant down because of just the rich conversation and fun Ooh. we were having. And uh it's rare you meet someone
1: where it's like, you're normal. <laughs>
2: this yeah. is great.
1: Yeah. Well, it so, was Dustin. It was Dustin. I always tell my clients you have yeah. Dustin partners. And so uh, more than likely mm-hmm. the friend felt that, I mean, yeah. I was dating a guy and we were at a party and I felt his wife intuitively. They, I mean, he and I were dating and, she walked up and I'm like, I think you guys need to go for a walk. And he's like, what? I'm like, um, you guys are, you just need to go for a walk. (laughs) He's like, are you sure? I mean, it wasn't like that. It just, I knew in my gut, I'm very intuitive. So they have, uh, uh, they got married and all that stuff. I helped them plan (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I just knew, I just, you know, so I think the third party perspective, even though I was part of the equation, but not really, you know, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, absolutely.
2: Wow, what a strong, strong move on your end! That <laughs> takes a confident woman to say, "I'm secure enough to be okay with you going on a walk with someone else right now, and maybe yeah. not coming back."
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he, yeah, it was done. Wow. <laughs> so incredible. Um, and then uh, you have a love for travel and animals. So, can you? Um, what are your plans <laughs> with those two things?
2: And yes, the near yes well I, yes, I am it's so funny how things work out, um, so my boyfriend is actually a professional uh tennis player, mm. and with that comes more travel than I ever thought possible, um and I'm so grateful that with my current job and you know everything that I do is remote, um otherwise it would be very hard to navigate I think our relationship he travels a lot so I'm fortunate enough to go with him uh, for a lot of his tournaments and we just got back from Europe not too long ago we went to Paris uh, Mm. for the French Open there Mm. we've been to the west coast California um, Florida we've been all over the place so my plan is to just latch on to his ankle and (laughs) (laughs)
0: Load along Have with one. him while he goes, and
2: just get dropped off in places. Um, and
1: yeah, so that's that's my goal. But um, really excited
2: about that, and very grateful.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. And you get a you get to an explore and uh, share how that nourishes you, your creative impetus, just the travel itself.
2: It does so much. Um, well, and traveling in the setting that I do with him, it's quite, um, isolating. He's very busy with work and you get a lot of time alone, which I'm absolutely okay with. Um, but being in different places and experiencing different cultures and atmospheres, I'm very sensitive to just Mm. energy and what's buzzing around you. So being in different cities, um, evokes different emotions and, and creativity and ideas within me. So, um, one of my favorite places, for example, was Savannah, Georgia. I've never Mm. been. And we went uh, just a few months ago. And that place just had such a nostalgic, home-like feeling for me. And I found that I was inspired to do a lot of writing there. Um, And Paris, you know, brought a whole other set of of emotions. So um, it's really enjoyable for me. Um, I really tried to soak in and just uh, take part in as much as I can when I travel. And my favorite thing to do when I get there is just to go for a walk and no phone, no, nothing, just go for a walk and get lost, get to know the place, find the little hole in the wall shops. And, yeah. um, that's my favorite just to get to know it like a new friend. Beautiful.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, also we animals, you like animals. Are you going to have a farm in your near future? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I would, I would love to have some sort of, uh, manageable livestock. I, I, as much as I love them, I don't think I can have horses. I'm traumatized from horses. Um, but I, I do love land and I, I love working with animals, um, to fill that cup lately. I have been, because I travel so much with him, um, I can't get a pet. Um, we can't really, you know, anchor down on something. Um, so I volunteer at the humane society. Hmm. You can uh, take dogs out for little overnights or trips, or you can go play with kittens. And I just do that to fill their cup,
1: but really they're doing a lot for me too. Wow. And that takes a lot of courage because that's a environment where, you know, it may not end to their benefit. Right. So bless your heart. Yeah. I, surprisingly didn't even think about that
2: but you're very Mm. right about that you could it could go south quite quick but um when i you know spend time with them the way that it's it's set up you kind of walk through their adoptable pets and um you can pick who you want to spend time Mm. with and i just have that spirit connection or you know energy connection within it there's some that i think Heck no, you need to I this is just unfortunate for you. Um, but yeah, if I have that connection with them, then it's it's gone well so far.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. And then um you're raising money for your well being. And I would love for you to share for the women out there. Well, it could be for men too, but you know, this is mm-hmm. your uh creation, ultimate creation center that you create a baby. I always tell the men, you know, I work with couples, your woman has a Ferrari factory inside of her, you know, like understand this is very <laughs> complex. Oh, it's <laughs> you <know? that's> amazing. <laughs> it is. Yep. It's, a, it's a lot of things going on. Um, and so share just a little bit, if you don't mind about the power of well-being and then also the vulnerability of not necessarily being able to get what you need so that you can have your body, your Ferrari factory in perfect order.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's been a very vulnerable and emotional journey. Um, I would say the last two years, I've really put a focus on my health and my well-being. I've always been a relatively healthy person, but um, I started learning more about natural ways to um, heal your body, cure your body of things, uh, prophylactically, you know, take herbs or teas or certain medicines and tinctures to um, keep you keep your immunity high, etc. I've really just been diving into that. Um, and as it goes with my uh, feminine self, I started to develop symptoms of um, severe endometriosis this past year. And thank God I have good friends who have experienced this and gone through the specific surgery I'm getting. Um, And I've come out the other side because I just happened to be talking to a friend one day and, and they said, I think, I think you have this. And they started asking me questions. We got into a conversation and Um, I was just given so much knowledge that you really aren't given otherwise. Now, I want to be careful because there are amazing doctors out there. um, But for women, most of the time, I would say eight, nine times out of 10, if you go to your gynecologist or a doctor with a symptom or pain, they will try to put you on birth control. And uh, for me, that just was not what I wanted to do because I'd done the research and I knew I wanted to cure my body, not put a Band-Aid on it and not mess up my hormones. Um, I wanted to heal. So it's been a journey of um, finding the center and working with the center that provides this just golden seal procedure for endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's been very vulnerable of a process as well, because when you start to learn about the areas in your life that you aren't the healthiest and you might need help in, you start to learn how expensive it is yeah. <laughs> to take care of yourself. And it just breaks my heart that a lot of humans are living below average lives, thinking that's their normal, um, right. or maybe they know they're not normal, but they just can't afford to get help. That breaks my heart. Um, and that even goes with emotional health as well. Um, there's so many avenues that people just can't afford. So for me, um, I was put in between a rock and a hard place because I found out how expensive this specific procedure was. And there were many tears, um, because I just found myself super triggered, feeling like an orphan, feeling like I can't make this work for myself. I'm all alone and there's nothing I can do. There's no way I can get this money. And it was my wonderful boyfriend and friends that encouraged me to try to be vulnerable on social media and ask for help. It is the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, It feels very unnatural to me, but it's been beautiful to see the generosity of humanity just come together um, for this. Um, And it means so much to me because I cannot wait to have a family one day. And with endometriosis specifically, um, one of the first things that it affects if left untreated is your fertility. So um, this procedure has a huge success rate with restoring your fertility. I'm very, very excited for, and to just know that that um, will be kind of, set back in place or put in order brings a huge ease to my mind. Um,
1: Absolutely. And
2: I look forward to that. But there's a lot to say about, you know, health and health journeys for people, but um, it's, it's hard. And, um, you know, the thing that I would just say is, if you have good people in your corner, you'll get through it. And uh, you won't be dropped, you know, you won't be left. (laughs) Um, But it's hard. And I resonate with people where, you know, you're just struggling and want to be better
1: yeah absolutely um there's a will there's a way and as you were speaking maybe you pick one of your paintings uh that you can practice the printing offering and that might take you through the the end end game there that's <laughs> a great idea <laughs> That's they a have phenomenal. have it, it's a pre-order so pre-order and uh-huh you know so, maybe put on that's some amazing. some of your your creation music for your Ferrari factory and see what painting you make <laughs> <laughs> for my Ferrari factory. It's just a painting of a Ferrari
2: <laughs> and me on top of it, yeah. just giving a big. Call. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's so great! Thank you. That's a wonderful suggestion.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we'll but we'll put the links below. Um, say your website. You do have a website. I saw it, but I like people to or rate it because. Uh, and then we'll put yeah. the links below to make it easy.
2: Yes. So it is my first and middle name, Christiana, We will put the link somewhere <laughs> because the spelling is long and, yeah, yeah. uh, strange, That's fine. But it's just christianageralyn.com. Um, everything's on there about me, about the synesthesia process. Um, everything that you need is there. So
1: yeah. yes, beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you being here, and I am thankful for your humor (laughs) uh, and art. Uh, Like I said before we got on, those uh, laughter and art are those things that really inspiration to, uh, you know, great athletes like your boyfriend. Those things Mm -hmm. get us through and teach us that it's possible. So thank you for showing up here on planet Earth right now (laughs) and shining a bright light on us all
2: oh likewise i'm so thankful it's been just such a joy to talk to you and hear your heart as well for people Mm -hmm. and um absolutely we're all here with a purpose and um to be able to connect with other like-minded individuals is just so special so thank you
0: you're welcome once again i want to thank christiana geraldine for being here i have put the links below you can check out her great work her fundraiser you can see her Ferrari factory in the art offering in addition you can engage in all the inspiring content that she shares on multiple platforms until next time this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart a soft gaze a gentle smile a deep bow and a namaste be simply